everyone. Welcome to the Charvak Podcast. This is your host Kushal Mehra. All right, time to discuss what's up with Pakistan. And uh, before somebody accuses me of clickbait, no, no, there is from my perspective there is literal chaos in Pakistan because never. I literally before starting this podcast, I was telling Sushant, how do you keep up with this? Because as of now, from what I have understood, there are there are three or four internal battles right now happening in the country of Pakistan. One is at the courts end. One is at uh, the political party end. One is whether elections are going to happen or not end. And one is at the army end. So talk about it. Uh, we have uh, the great and powerful Sushant Sareen. Sushant, welcome. Thanks, yeah. But uh, Sushant, I have to start by complaining. Mother, you bada mere ko aajkal troll karta social media pe sharam nahi aati. Fellow Punjabis ko aise troll karte hue. Nahi, mere ko bilkul sharam nahi aati. Aise kaun karte hue? आजकल आजकल मैं काफी सुधर गया हूं लेकिन मेरी जेंट्रिफिकेशन हो गई है बट अदरवाइज आई वुड आई वुड हैव बीन अ मास्टर ट्रोलर प्रॉब्लम यह है कि ज्यादा ट्रोल करूंगा तो नौकरी चली जाती है दो तीन बारी वार्निंग भी मिल चुकी है तो अब थोड़ा केयरफुल हो गया yeah yeah so sushant so where do we start can i request you to maybe start to explain people what is up with Umar Atta Bandial and this whole court uh, shenanigan that is happening right now? Like, the man was literally like in tears or very emotional like a week or 10 days ago and now he's all gung-ho. So uh, for the benefit of our viewers, can you first narrate what's happening and then how does India look at this thing? Jar, it's very difficult to explain what is happening because... It's absolutely crazy what is happening out there. Unko khud nahi samajh aa raha hai kya ho raha hai unke saath. You know, uh, if I was to use uh, a phrase of uh, VS Naipaul, it's like a million mutinies taking place, and these are literally mutinies. Uh, he, Naipaul had used that phrase in a very positive context in India. Uh, but in this case, it's, I use it with all the negative connotations attached to mutinies uh, of all sorts which are taking place. There are multiple civil wars as of now. Uh, now, these are not the traditional civil wars which you know uh, everybody sees. These are civil wars within institutions. So, like you said, uh, there is one which is taking place uh, within the judiciary. There is one which is taking place in the political realm. There is an economic meltdown which is taking place. The army for the first time is divided. Uh, there are police forces fighting against each other. Uh, so literally everybody is fighting everybody else and everybody is fighting their own. Uh, the judiciary, of course, uh, you know, uh, Kushal, many years back when I was in IDSA, uh, we had come up with a I won't call it a theory because I'm not really an academic in that sense. But we had come up with this uh, proposition that in Pakistan, uh, since the early 2000s, there is what we call a quartet. Uh, you know, in the 90s, there used to be something called the Troika, which was the president, the prime minister and the army chief. Uh, but then in IDSA, we, and this is about 10 years back, 10, 12 years back, we had come up with... Uh, this concept of a quartet in which we said that now it is uh, there is not the president anymore really but it's the it's the uh, government it's the opposition it's the army and the judiciary uh, and in a sense you see uh, 
a kind of a tussle between these guys. At that point of time, the proposition we had made was that uh, if if it is three against one, then you know which side you know the dice is going to roll. If it's two versus two, then there is a kind of a call it an unstable equilibrium. As of today, it is a two versus two, but with a lot more complications thrown in because even uh, within those two versus two, there are divisions. So it's not like that, you know, that the politicians are all on one side or the government is all united on one side and the army is all united against the other side, right? Uh, within the judiciary, there are divisions. Uh, within uh, the army, there are divisions. So, you know, this whole thing has become a huge mess. Uh, now, in this, what again, this is my theory that what is happening is basically a war right now between Imran Khan on one side, that's the opposition, and uh, the army on the other side. The army uh, is using the government. Again, this we are talking about Pakistan. We are not talking about a normal country, right? Normal country, the government would use the army as a proxy. But here, the army is using the government as a proxy. And Imran Khan is using the judiciary as a proxy. So, the as of today, what you are seeing is a clash between the government and, in a sense, the parliament. Because Imran Khan is virtually not represented in parliament right now. Uh, he is there in the Senate, but he is not there in the National Assembly. So it's the government come parliament versus the judiciary. Abhi, jo ko nazar hai, we are seeing that conflict. Okay. But the army seems to be backing the government and the parliament, which is again a kind of a first. And you see Imran putting all his, uh, you know, uh, power behind the judiciary. Uh, his troll armies and what have you all the lawyers who support him and all of that he's putting that behind the judiciary to wo conflict chal raha within the judiciary it's now split right down the middle again not for the first time this has happened it has happened in the past as well uh, it has happened in 96 and uh, 97 uh, when uh, you know the then chief justice a man by the name of sajad ali shah tried to uh, disqualify Nawaz Sharif on contempt of court charges and then Nawaz Sharif and his people, they invaded the Supreme Court, they beat up the judges, the judges had to run away and then they orchestrated a coup within the judiciary and got the Chief Justice thrown out. So, also maybe the judiciary was divided but the army was at that point of time, uh, you know, backing Nawaz Sharif uh, because uh, he, was, he was a fairly powerful guy at that point of time. So, we've seen this at that point of time. Then we've seen it subsequently when uh, this whole lawyers movement started against uh, Musharraf. Uh, and there were some judges uh, who were backing uh, uh, this guy, the, the, ousted, the then ousted Chief Justice Iftikhar Chaudhary and other judges who were backing the other uh, faction. Then all those guys who were against the, uh, the 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 chief justice iftikhar choudhury they were finally purged from the judiciary and then a new judiciary came in now this is a third civil war within the judiciary uh, and it's kind of evenly poised we don't know which way it's going to go for all you know ke aaj jo ek judgment hai, they've given a ruling that 
it's bizarre actually so they've said that you have to hold elections the government has said and the election commission has said that we will not have any because of a variety of reasons of course the reasons are mostly political but they have used administrative and security reasons and financial reasons to say that elections to two provincial assemblies cannot be held right now they will all be held together in october the courts however wanted to happen because the courts are playing imran khan's game bandial the, the chief justice and his bunch uh uske detail mein main aata hu ki wo kis tarike ka ghocha maar raha hai in the judiciary uh and, and frankly you know these guys are not even fit to be court clerks in india yaar ye wahan ke supreme court ke judge bunch bane hue hain most of them they are clowns but aap can you imagine ki duniya mein aaj tak koi i don't i can't think of a single instance ke pakistan ki judiciary ki koi judgment duniya mein court hui hui hai as a president or as an example or aksar ye hota hai you know that the 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 judiciary for example in india will seek will look at case laws in 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 uh, in in britain in uh, australia in the us and then sometimes take guidance from that in the pakistani courts for example they very often re- refer to indian case laws uh, to come to judgments right i can't think uh, of any instance where uh, anywhere in the world anybody has quoted a pakistani uh, judgment so it's bizarre the way but to- today what they have done is they've ordered the uh, state bank of pakistan which is their reserve bank uh, they've ordered the central bank to issue money to the election commission so that elections can be held under what law under what under what constitutional provision uh, and from what one has been hearing uh, again these are probably rumors ke uh, uh, the now people are thinking ye jo teen judge baithe hue the wo inki ek na chandal chaukri type ki hai judges ki so what these guys are doing is that uh, this this chief justice has got these two cronies of his har case mein unko bitha deta hai because he knows ki ab judgment kya aayegi to unhone ye pass kiya aur jo jo mujhse mere se ek do logon se jo baat hui hai maybe this is just speculation uh, maybe this is just rumors uh, that there is a proposal ke yaar inke khilaf ek fir file ki jaye because uh, ye jo uh, kaam hai ye uh, these guys are probably uh, you know they, they are breaking the law by passing this judgment ab inke khilaf fir file ki jaye inko arrest kiya jaye inko jaise hi arrest karoge jo senior judge hai jo inke khilaf hai wo chief justice ban jayega to mamla sorted out right i don't know but it's it's bizarre because in this is pakistan anything can happen even the weirdest thing can happen uh it's the same supreme court which has passed a ruling that there is a very clear anti defection law that if you vote against uh, a particular government or your party in a particular matter then uh, you stand to lose your seat but now these guys have interpreted it to mean you will not only lose your seat but your vote will also not be counted it's bizarre so is type ki judgments aa rahi hain aur wo fir bench fixing bhi ho rahi hai tamam is tarike ki cheeze ho rahi hain so there is a pushback coming from within the judiciary so uh, one really doesn't know where this matter is going to be settled finally uh, but it's a mess it's it's a complete mess uh, and uh, you know uh, but judiciary is only one part of the mess there is this whole political mess which is going on there is this whole mess in the military which is going on which is simply not able to exercise 
uh, the authority and the power and the control which it has exercised for uh, over seven decades now. Or usi ke saath saath, uh, your politics is in a mess. Uh, your economy is in a meltdown stage. So, uh, and of course, you have all the uh, the, 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 the terror factories uh, in Afghanistan, uh, you know, getting revived and terror attacks mounting uh, by the day. Uh, so, so it's a bad situation, whichever way you look at it. Yeah, Pakistan media, mein, mein ko yaad hai, I, I followed this uh, dabang bo, remark, bol, bola tha unhone, I, I'm literally quoting them. Huh? Dabang remark, kiya hai. Bol media ne likha tha, Chief Justice Dabang remarks. So the Bol media video basically says, you know, they, they evoke tears and whatnot. And he offered to give up and every other judge's salary to conduct assembly Deko, elections. Bol media, bol media ka background pata hai? Bol Media is owned by, um, it was initially uh, sponsored by the ISI hmm. and it is owned by the largest fake degree factory in the world. It's a group called Exact. Okay. And their there was a story in the New York Times. proper investigation And they came up with this thing that these guys, it was, they had something, I, I forget the exact number of universities they were running around the world. But the most weird sounding names of universities around the world, but which, you know, which sounded very familiar uh, because there were other, uni- Harvard had those koi so इस टाइप के लोग हैं तो ये एग्जैक्ट ग्रुप जो था दिस द लार्जेस्ट फेक डिग्री मैन्युफैक्चरिंग इंडस्ट्री इन द वर्ल्ड और ये चलाता है बोल न्यूज़ बोल न्यूज़ वाज इनिशियली स्पोंसर्ड बाय द आईएसआई आईएसआई हैड गिवन देम द गो हेड लेकिन अब वो uh, वो इनके दायरे से बाहर हो गए शुरू ये किया था कि पाकिस्तानी नेशनलिज्म को प्रमोट करेंगे और फौज का चैनल होगा राइट लेकिन अब ये बन गया है फौज के वो सारे इनके साथ आईएसआई के साथ और आईएसपीआर के साथ बड़ा हाथ हुआ है क्योंकि इन्होंने जितना वो कोर बनाया था ना ट्रोल कोर एज आई कॉल इट वो सारा का सारा जो ट्रोल कोर है वो इमरान खान के साथ चला गया है उसकी भी डिफेक्शन हो गई है तो अब तो बोल न्यूज़ को सीरियसली ले रहा है तो मैं क्या बोलूं लेकिन अरे he became very senti protect they are all scoundrels they are judges all of them are scoundrels of the highest order in, in i am sure bandial ke khilaf uh, somebody has the goods on him right and obviously it's not the isi which has the goods on him it's probably imran khan and his bunch who have the goods on him which is why if you look at all his judgments uh, they have been entirely biased in Imran Khan's favor. So, but there is nothing 
there is no sanctity attached to these judgments anymore there is no uh, legitimacy or credibility of these judgments anymore to to ye hai halat wahan par yaar acha now now that we've dealt with the courts now let's get into the political parties and let me channelize my inner shehbaz sharif and whack my mic just for show so that you know everybody gets in uh, <laughs> i mean now that i have whacked my mic let me come back to reality now now what's happening over there now what like i don't understand will they have an election um i i listen to different pakistani you know there are two pakistani content worlds also i have to admit to that like their mainstream media to and i'm going to do a dedicated podcast on their mainstream media and i'll try to get a pakistani to talk about it because i want to know how many real estate moguls actually own their media outlets like their real estate is like a thing there <laughs> they, they yeah, yeah. it's the only industry yaar jarnail bhi usi mein invest karte hain log bhi usi mein invest karte hain abhi imran khan jo का जो इकोनॉमिक रिवाइवल मॉडल है वो क्या है कि भाई जो विदेशों में पाकिस्तानी रहते हैं आई गेट देम आई आस्क देम टू इन्वेस्ट इन पाकिस्तान इन्वेस्ट इन व्हाट रियल एस्टेट तो सारा के साथ द होल कंट्री इज अ प्रॉपर्टी एजेंट्स ड्रीम यार मतलब वो सारा देश ही प्रॉपर्टी एजेंट्स का देश है बेसिकली इट्स वन बिग कॉलोनी एंड प्रॉपर्टी एजेंट्स ऑल अराउंड सेलिंग प्लॉट्स आउट देयर फौज भी वही करती है वो भी रियल एस्टेट एजेंट है बाकी देश भी रियल एस्टेट एजेंट ही बना हुआ है पूरा का पूरा होल कंट्री रियल एस्टेट रियलिटर्स ड्रीम यार और क्या है तो अभी ये इमरान खान का कैस क्या चालू बीजेपी में लिंगायत इन्फ्लुएंस बहुत ज्यादा है दूसरी पार्टी इधर जा रही है यू कैन प्रिडिक्ट पैटर्न ओवर दर इन पाकिस्तान पोस्ट इमरान खान एंट्री एंड तहरीके इंसाफ कमिंग इन टू देयर पोलिटिकल सीन एक नो बडी नोज वॉट हैपनिंग आई कांट अंडरस्टैंड देयर पॉलिटिक्स नो मैटर हाउ मच आई ट्राई टू एंड नो आई गेट पॉलिटिक्स लाइक मैं उसको समझ लेता हूँ मैं बारह तेरह साल से उसी में अपना टाइम स्पेंड कर रहा हूँ बट मुझे पाकिस्तानी पॉलिटिक्स सच में नहीं समझ पड़ती है यार नहीं यार वो देखो इसलिए नहीं समझ पड़ रही बिकॉज तू उसको पैरामीटर्स एंड मेट्रिक्स ऑन द बेसिस ऑफ विच यू आर लुकिंग एट दर पॉलिटिक्स इज द पैरामीटर्स एंड मेट्रिक्स विच यू सी इन इंडिया एंड समवेर अलॉन्ग द लाइन यूर ट्राइंग टू रेप्लीकेट दोज आउट देर नाउ देर आर सम पैरल दैट कैन बी ड्रॉन कास्ट इज अ फैक्टर इवन आउट जस्ट दे डोंट कॉल इट कास्ट दे कॉल इट बिरादरी ओके पंजाब में बिरादरी फैक्टर है अब वो बिरादरी है कास्ट ही जाट राजपूत गुज्जर यू नो अराई ऑल दीज आर बेसिकली कास्ट ग्रुप्स राइट और फिर उसके अंदर जो हमारे यहाँ पर भी जो होता है कि वो लोकल धड़ेबाजी यू नो यू हैव योर ओन ग्रुप्स वेर यू यू मेक दीज लोकल लेवल अलायसेस तो वो पंजाब में वो है सिंध में थोड़ा बहुत ट्राइबल वाला भी एंगल आ जाता है ट्राइबल एंड लिंग्विस्टिक भी है ना उधर वो उर्दू स्पीकिंग स्पीकिंग पश्तून भी बहुत आ गए हैं बाकी लोग भी हैं तो वो टोटल डोमिनेशन अभी भी नहीं है मोहाजर्स की अभी भी है लेकिन उतनी नहीं है जितनी शायद आज से पांच सात दस साल पहले थी 
but uh, in in kp and others again there are different regions uh, which have different voting patterns uh, and they have different dynamics so it's not that complicated also and then of course there is this whole factor of you know the local electables people who are rich powerful landed gentry how much do they call the shots uh, you know stuff like that and then of course there is the army factor uh, whom is the army supporting how are they rigging the system in a way that their favorite wins so it's not that complicated also uh, it's not very simple but it's not very complicated uh, what has happened in the case of imran khan are two things one he has a cult following right uh, there are other people uh, including in india you know who you can say will have a cult following for example modi has a bit of a cult following uh, mamta has a cult following uh, lalu at in in his time had a cult following right in in again in if you go to tamil nadu again you will see cult followings out there you know regardless of what happens to ek to wo factor hai बट इमरान खान के केस में थोड़ा ज्यादा ही है वो दूसरा फैक्टर उसका ये आ गया है दैट आई थिंक रेस्ट ऑफ द पॉलिटिकल पार्टीज आर रनिंग स्केड बिकॉज इट्स नाउ इमरान खान वर्सेज द रेस्ट रियली बट द रेस्ट ऑफ द पोलिटिकल पार्टीज आर लिटिल स्केड बिकॉज वॉट दे आर फियरिंग इज दैट having taken over the reins of power their uh, ability to uh, you know try and stabilize the economic conditions in pakistan uh, have completely failed but they, they they've completely failed in doing that they made a complete mess of the economy khair waise bhi even if they had managed it well Uh, things would not have been like they would not have become a switzerland or a developed world they would have still remained in a shit house but the thing was that it would have stabilized a little bit but they have messed it up completely and they are all at sea they don't know what to do now what has happened is that because of the deteriorating economic conditions inflation going through the roof food inflation is 50% uh, general inflation is about 35% hamare yahan par छह सात परसेंट होती है तो त्राई त्राई मच जाती है राइट पैंतीस परसेंट जनरल इन्फ्लेशन है फूड इन्फ्लेशन इज फिफ्टी परसेंट देर आर पीपल आर लूजिंग जॉब पॉवर्टी इज इंक्रीजिंग इट्स इम्पॉसिबल टू मेक एंड मीट पावर इलेक्ट्रिसिटी टैरिफ एव गॉन थ्रू द रूफ पेट्रोल प्राइसेस ऑल दो वेन यू कंपेयर इट इन डॉलर टर्म्स दे स्टिल लोअर देन इंडिया बट दे आर अनफोर्डेबल फॉर पीपल आउट दे सो the thing is that what is started happening is that there is this there is this growing uh, you know economic difficulties of the people are translating into uh, even more support for imran khan and uh, revulsion and, uh, and and even dislike of the current dispensation to inko ye dar hai ki yaar agar election hue abhi to hum log to we'll get wiped out so they want to take it right down to the wire their term ends in august then elections will be held in october but now there is there is a lot of uh, rumors and speculation again that maybe the elections will not even be held in october uh they will use certain emergency provisions of the constitution to postpone the elections by another 6 months one year and hope that you know things start turning around i i am a little skeptical if they will start turning around but there is that hope that things will start turning around and then 
you know, these guys will be in with a better chance. Uh, Imran will not be able to sweep the elections because the current army dispensation, uh, at least the top brass, at least the top general, uh, is not exactly uh, enamored of Imran Khan. So, you know, there is that tussle also, uh, which is underway. So, there is that problem right now that uh, how, how do you hold the elections now? What Imran has done is that he dissolved two assemblies. Now, uh, in India, if something like that had happened, you know, elections would have followed in the normal course. In yeah. Pakistan, the problem is that although there is no constitutional bar on it, but the tradition has been that elections are held simultaneously to the provinces and the federation. So the national and the provincial elections are held simultaneously. Uh, but now if you hold elections in uh, KP, Khyber Pakhtunkhwa in Punjab right now, there are a lot of complications in that because the census has to be held. So one election will be held uh, without the census. The other election will be held with the census. Then there are certain delimitations. You know, so all kinds of other complications are also there. But the basic I think is a political thing. Now, if Imran sweeps the elections in Punjab and KP, the central government is virtually redundant after that. Right? Because if you control Punjab, you control Pakistan. So you have that problem on your hand. So nobody wants to hold these provincial level elections. They want to push it to October and hold all the elections together. Uh, so it's a mess, whichever way you look at it, right? And they don't know how to get around it. And if it's done now, then the election will be You know, Punjab and KP elections will be held before. Dusre wale baad mein honge. Now, from an Indian point of view, we see nothing extraordinary in that. Right? But in the Pakistani context, they're not used to it. So they're not able to accept it. And then, of course, there are financial and other factors which also come into play. Which is like almost 80% of the electorate uh, or thereabouts, uh, or maybe slightly less, 70%. Uh, if you're holding elections in these two provinces and then holding another election three months down the line, in the same two provinces, uh, you know, so there are there is the financial side to it. Although, हमारे यहाँ पर तो यही होगा ना अब नवंबर में चार या पांच स्टेट्स में इलेक्शन होंगे और चार महीने के बाद अप्रैल मई में आपके नेशनल इलेक्शन होंगे, but होंगे और नेशनल इलेक्शन के तीन चार महीने के बाद आपके और तीन या चार स्टेट्स में इलेक्शन होंगे महाराष्ट्र में, Hmm. So, to par, that's the way we, our system runs. And it runs fairly well. Uh, but in Pakistan, they can't tolerate it. They, they can't handle it. They don't know how to handle it. Plus, there is another complication that unlike in India, where you don't have a system of caretaker governments, you know, the incumbent government holds election. Of course, its, it's decision-making powers are, uh, you know, uh, circumscribed by the election commission. Uh, but the government stays until the next government uh, is sworn in. But in Pakistan, what the system is that you have to have a caretaker government. Now, it is it is all very well to have a caretaker government in the province and in the center if you are holding simultaneous elections. But if you already have an elected government in two provinces, and those are pivotal provinces, then when you go in for national elections, 
you will have a party's government sitting in a province when elections are going to be held. So, in the Pakistani context, will the elections be unbiased or will they not be unbiased? When the national elections happen, there will be a, a, a government in West Bengal which is of an opposition party. Right. Mamta Banerjee will, will continue to be the chief minister. Uh, Stalin will continue to be the chief minister in Tamil Nadu. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change. Uh, and yet elections will happen. Elections will be relatively free and fair or largely free and fair. And, uh, you know, everybody will accept the results. In Pakistan, however, if you have a political government sitting in uh, a province, then will you be able to have unbiased uh, or free and fair elections? So there is a big question mark on that point. So nobody wants to have separate elections right now. But then the question is, uh, will elections actually be held in October or not? Or will you push this thing maybe another six months, maybe another one year? Uh, And then what is the constitutional position going to be on that? Uh, How will the courts react to it? Will you listen to the courts? Will you not listen to the courts? If you defy the courts, today you can defy them, maybe even get away with it. Tomorrow somebody else will do the same thing because a precedent will have been set. So whichever way you look at it, there is no... Nobody seems to be able to offer a way out of this swamp in which these all these guys are caught. And nobody is willing to give a quarter to the other side. Nobody is willing to, uh, you know, accommodate somebody else. It's literally, uh, as they say in Pakistan, takht ya takta. Either the gallows or the prime minister's house. So Sushant, I have a question here. About PTI. Now, doesn't wasn't PTI governing uh, KPK? So, wh- I don't understand the wisdom of them losing control over that area. They, they are pretty politically strong. No, in now, you are looking right? for wisdom from Imran Khan. Imran Khan is very cunning, but he has no wisdom. Now, this is your problem. You are looking wisdom. There are many people who were very knowledgeable there. They But who Imran Khan Although, देखो किस्मत का धनी है एक लिहाज से because uh, अपनी जिद को वो मनवा भी लेता है so what he did was that uh, he, uh, he his calculation was that look I want I don't give a shit about uh, you know these provincial elections that is not my scene I want national elections because मैं chief minister थोड़ी बनूँगा मेरे को तो प्रधानमंत्री बनना है but the best way to force national elections is to force elections in two provinces but if I dissolve these two provinces which I control, right, uh, then either you will have to hold elections and I will sweep those elections and I'll make life miserable for you and you cannot stay on in government if I win those two, re-win those two provinces. Because he had control over both Punjab as well as KP when he dissolved those houses, right? But he says that if I win an election and I win it big, then one, I will be able to decide the the uh, the um, result of the next election because I will have sitting governments in these two provinces. 
क्योंकि जैसे मैंने अभी तक को पहले बताया था देर इज नो कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल प्रोविजन वट आर यू वॉन्ट टू डू रेंट गवर्नमेंट रिडेंट एंड सीट वी आर ब्रिंगिंग इन टेक ऑफ थ्री मंथ एंड यू कम बैक देर इज नो कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल प्रोविजन विच अलाउज फॉर दैट so his calculation that see basically it is that it's a game of brinkmanship it's a game that i am willing to push things over the edge theek hai na so you bring it on ab i am if if you are following a squashed earth policy and the other guy is saying ke yaar thoda aaram se chalo matlab ki thoda miljul ke thoda aage nikal jate hain siyasat hi hai na after all it's not a life and death struggle but he has made it into a life and death struggle but if if one side is following a squashed earth policy then what is the option left for the other side either they back off or they join in this game of brinkmanship and then all everybody falls over the edge and that is what is happening so do you think uh, a lot of pakistani um so um a lot of pakistani commentators and these are people who actually are serious you know i'm not talking about uh, the mainstream media screeching shouting people there are some sensible commentators who break things down and they seem to be accusing pti and imran khan of literally breaking the nation completely where their argument is it's not like you know the people's party or the other option i'm just talking about uh, you know the two mainstream options other than pti they were never they would have some decency like uh, a micro level of decency imran khan seems to have broken every single prerequisite that was there and now they are worried uh, that uh, every single uh, sanctity is broken and now what will come after this nobody can predict yeah i tend to agree with them which is a fact you know see it's not as though uh, he is the only one who has done this uh, in the past you had uh, bhutto do something similar when he was uh, you know look whenever you have a disruptor coming into politics you have this happening right um, because how else does the guy make his place uh, in in a crowded field bhutto did it during ayub's time the kind of language the kind of idioms he used uh, those were not exactly you know conforming to that old world uh, thing which was there at that point of time the way politics used to happen in that very idyllic kind of a way wotosne he had he had completely overturned it uske baad then nawaz sharif and others came in again there was a shift in politics the politics shifted again from the old landed gentry uh, you know the rural guys who were very powerful to a more business men kind of crowd you know oil property dealer um, shopkeeper trader us type ka jo variety tha urban middle class upper middle class even the urban rich classes to wo log aa gaye that was the entry of business into politics to politics ko business ki tarah bhi chalate the और बिजनेस को पॉलिटिक्स की तरह चलाते थे पॉलिटिक्स को बिजनेस की तरह चलाते थे एंड देन यू नो होल लॉट ऑफ क्रोनी कैपिटलिज्म एंड करप्शन एंड अदर स्टफ हैपेंड एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम सो दैट वाज अनदर डिसरप्शन व्हिच हैपेंड एंड इमरान खान इज येट अनदर डिसरप्शन व्हिच इज स्टार्टेड टेकिंग प्लेस 
So in in a in a manner of speaking, it is not something entirely different. But what he has done is he has taken this to the next level. In fact, the next couple of levels, if you will. Uh, and and I would agree with some of those assessments of of, of the more sober uh, analysts in Pakistan, uh, where they uh, where they say that look, uh, you know the way he's taken on the army. Now again, he's not he's not a guy who's talking about civilian supremacy. He's talking about his supremacy. What he wants is that the force is. It becomes my tiger force. It becomes my, it's like I am Xi Jinping and that's the PLA which is going to work for me. It's not an independent uh, unit anymore. And all its dirty tricks are going to be used to keep me in power. Right? That is what he's trying to do. He's not trying to say that the forge needs to be out. He's trying to politicize the army in his favor. The other guys also want to, you know, use the army to, for, you know, to back them, right? So, um, but what he has done is he's sown divisions within the army. The way he has polarized politics uh, has never been done before in, uh, in, in Pakistan, not at this level. So, every which way you look at it, you know, uh, he has split Pakistan right down the middle. So, so uh, there are there are many, um, in a sense, uh, uh, he he's broken so much new ground, and he's opened so many new, uh, you know, doors or doors to hell, if you will. Where uh, now it's become it's the next guy is going to use even worse tactics to get around, uh, you know, to 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 burnish his own politics. Whoever the next guy is going to be. Once the genie is out of the bottle, how do you put it back in the bottle? So now there is going to be that competitiveness on who will take these things over the edge. Now it's incentivized. Imran Khan said that if I take 15,000 or 20,000 people on the streets, then the generals will be He's shown that. He's proved it. The generals don't know how to handle the guy anymore. Right, uh, and they are afraid that if they use the the tactics which they have used in the past against uh, the smaller nationalities, the Sindhis or the Mohajers or the Pashtuns or the Baloch, अगर ये वो ही हरकतें पंजाब में करेंगे, तो उसका backlash इतना आएगा कि इनसे handle नहीं होगा। तो इनको समझ नहीं आ रहा कि हम इसको handle कैसे करें। you could get her assassinated. It wasn't a problem. Three days, Sindh burned. But then Asif Zardari was there and he realized when he said Pakistan Khappe, he didn't mean Pakistan Khappe as in an enlightened said. He meant that Pakistan Khappe, I'll make money hand over fist. Right? So he said Pakistan Khappe in that sense. He had a party here. So the point is that you are now reaching a situation where if you do something like this in Punjab, you will not be able to handle it. That's the fear. Maybe you will be able to handle it. I personally think that that fear is a little far-fetched. If the army was ready to spill some blood, 
everything would be okay within three days. Punjab is the easiest state in the world to control because it's also the most feudal state. Punjabis respect authority. You know, when the chitar starts, the Punjabi simply gives in. He's, he's very subservient. A Punjabi recognizes authority like nobody else in the world does. Ab, ab teri, your, uh, your, your Punjabiness is getting a little... I, I can see that you are feeling this thing by it. But I'm telling you, yaar. I was in the for, what, for about 8-9 months, I had to suffer the Indian Railways because I had joined it. And uh, I'll tell you something. Uh, a Group A service, Government of India, through the civil service. The only place where I felt like an officer of the Government of India was in Punjab. Who would ultimately have come under my under me? Once I actually, uh, you know, passed my, uh, this thing, staff college and joined the railways, that TT would be serving under me. In Western Railway. But you go to Northern Railway and in Punjab, you know, everybody was talking salams to you. Yaar. So Punjab is the most feudal state. Not only the Indian Punjab, even the Pakistani Punjab, even more so. So if the army was to uh, you know, use uh, some of those strong arm tactics. I personally think they'll be able to manage it. But I think they are not very confident that they'll be able to do it. So how do you control a guy like this? Now, they had created this entire, which I said earlier also, they had created this entire force, uh, which, you know, uh, to troll that fifth generation warfare, which they call. That entire thing is defected to Imran Khan's idea. So they the forge has not seen anything like this earlier. It's completely split down the middle. So Unko Samajinyaragisko handle kaise kare. Or Agla wala joyaga wobi subkam karega. Firka karoge So it's a it's it's a very uh, it's a very new situation and it's a situation which uh, they don't really have any idea on how they can handle so basically the youthias have con- uh, confused the living daylights out of uh, everyone else i guess that's the case yeah but in in large part because the forge is terrified of cracking down now, in the past, it would have. So, in the initial um, six, eight months uh, after Imran's ouster, it now uh, turns out that the then army chief, Bajwa, was playing his own politics. Okay, so, he didn't cut Imran to size because he needed to get an extension for 6 months. I don't know what to do with 6 months' extension. I don't know how much he bought the plot and how much... You know, housing society. Banani thi. Hai sare property agent na, yaar. By property the way, plot and judge ko officially milte hai, Pakistan. Haan, mein. Haan, to, mere Pakistani officially... dose ne ek joke mara tha. Usne bola tha, Pakistan ka naam plotistan kar dena chahiye. 
प्लॉट इज यार मैं बता रहा हूँ ना इट्स बेसिकली अब सारे प्रॉपर्टी डीलर हैं यार जनरल भी सारे प्रॉपर्टी डीलर हैं वो सारा काम सारा दिन वो बैठ के प्रॉपर्टी का ही काम करते हैं बेसिकली जो इट्स बेसिकली सारे रियल्टर्स हैं यार और कुछ प्रॉपर्टी डीलर भी बहुत क्या बोले यार मतलब वो काम ही उनका ये कॉर्नर प्लॉट वाला इनफैक्ट आई रिमेम्बर मेनी ईयर्स बैक समी टोल्ड मी के अगर इंडिया ने एक्चुअली पाकिस्तान के साथ पीस करना है ना तो तुम अमृतसर में एक डीएचए बना दो डिफेंस हाउसिंग अथॉरिटी पाकिस्तानियों के लिए कभी लड़ाई नहीं होगी उसके बाद इनको प्लॉट बांध दो पाकिस्तान के जनरलों को प्रॉब्लम सॉर्ट आउट हो जाएगी इनको प्लॉट से मतलब और किसी चीज से मतलब नहीं है ठीक है तो थिंग इज के बट एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम यू नो द काइंड ऑफ स्टाफ बाजवाइंग टू डू जू लिटरली गेव ऑक्सीजन टू इमरान खान वो बढ़ते बढ़ते वो वो इस लेवल पे आ गया कि अब आपसे संभाला नहीं जाएगा तो कॉम्प्लिकेशन बहुत बढ़ी है और ये सारी जो चीजें हम बात कर रहे हैं ना ये एक ऐसे टाइम पे बात कर रहे हैं जो मैंने देखो पहले भी बोला था दिस इज ऑल हैपनिंग एट अ टाइम व्हेन द इकोनॉमी इज टैंकिंग या आई आई वांट टू टॉक अबाउट दैट लाइक व्हाट द हेल इज अप विद देयर इकोनॉमी लाइक आई ये वीडियो तो ये पॉडकास्ट शहजाद घ्यास की हुज दैट गाय यू से उसका कुछ नाम है आई फॉट इज नेम वो काफी ही हिज पॉडकास्ट विद शहजाद मेड ही प्रॉपर इकोनॉमिस्ट एंड यू नो ही वेंट टू इंडिया एंड ही सॉ इंडिया एंड दैट पॉडकास्ट एक्चुअली वॉज अ गुड पॉडकास्ट ऑल्सो मेड गुड राउंड इन 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 इंडियन मीडिया एंड ऑब्वियसली इन पाकिस्तान बट वॉट्सअप विद देर इकोनॉमी लाइक वाई इज इमरान खान सच अ नट जॉब लाइक ही एक्चुअली स्टॉप दी आई एम एफ थिंग राइट दो महीने के लिए सही उनको दो महीने का तो रिलीफ रिलीफ मिलता था ना बट उसने वो भी बंद करा दिया नहीं नहीं यार वो लिटिल मोर कॉम्प्लिकेटेड इनिशियली वेन ही केम इन टू ऑफिस देर वॉज अ मैसिव बैलेंस ऑफ पेमेंट क्राइसिस विच देयर गवर्नमेंट एंड इनहेरिटेड ओके शरीफ सिल कीप से जी हमने तो दूध और दही की नदियां बहा दी दूध और शहद की सॉरी दही की तो नदियां नहीं होती आजकल दूध और शहद की नदियां हमने बहा दी थी राइट बट दैट इज ओनली हाफ ट्रूथ द फैक्ट ऑफ द मैटर इज दैट दे हैड लेफ्ट मैसेव गैप एंड देर वॉज अ बी ओ पी बैलेंस ऑफ पेमेंट क्राइसिस एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम इमरान खान वनी केमिन है यार मैं बता रहा हूँ तेरे बगर बच्चे बच्चे है ना कभी ऑक्सफोर्ड वगैरह मत भेजो इट्स द वर्स्ट यूनिवर्सिटी इन द वर्ल्ड जो भी वहां से पढ़ के आया ना एक नंबर का डफर निकला है वर्स्ट एडवर्टीजमेंट फॉर ऑक्सफोर्ड यूनिवर्सिटी बट But on a more serious note, the thing was that you had a balance of payments crisis. Now, when Imran Khan came into power, he had these starry-eyed notions, which he is again flogging right now. That when I come into power, you know, there will be the overseas Pakistanis who will pump in a lot of money in Pakistan, and then we'll become hip and happy. I mean, शुरू में भी बोला था ना वो फिर बोल रहा है कि वो आएंगे invest करेंगे invest पे किसने करेंगे property में करेंगे उससे क्या होगा कुछ नहीं होगा. But anyway, so he had that that this money will keep flowing in and stuff like that. अच्छा वो उस समय इन्होंने पहले delay किया to go to the IMF. Finally they realized कि कहीं से पैसा वैसा नहीं आ रहा. 
So they had to go to the IMF. When they went to the IMF, then, you know, they got into the IMF program. They brought in a finance minister uh, who, uh, by some accounts, was actually, they replaced, uh, you know, their opening batsman as the finance minister. And they brought in this guy uh, who had earlier served as finance minister in the people's government and, you know, other governments. Uh, but for for three and a half years, he uh, he started putting the economy back on the rails, right? He followed the IMF programs. But as a result, uh, what had started happening was, COVID but what he had started doing was that, uh, you know, he was, he was, he was very conservative in approaching, you know, putting the economy back in order. But by the time uh, you came to 2021, these guys realized that economy but because of the IMF program also. So they said we need to kickstart the economy. Then they got this carpet bagger, a, a, a failed banker, whose bank failed. But uh, they got this guy as the finance minister. This guy came and he started this thing that we will go in for massive growth. So he opened the spigots. So growth did pick up. But the problem in the Pakistan economy is a structural one. The moment you cross 3%, 3.5% growth, you have a balance of payments crisis. They took the growth rate to about 5-6%. So the balance of payments crisis came in. Okay, in the meantime, they uh, were back at the IMF, but they realized that there is this opposition move which is taking place against them. So they said that we are public support. So they gave us fuel subsidy. The IMF stopped the money. In the meantime, the government fell. Now, the political crisis was feeding into the economic crisis. Now, the IMF program was off the thing. The money started drying up. They got a new finance minister. The new government came in. They got a new finance minister. program But that meant certain adjustments to be made in prices. The fuel prices went up astronomically, you know, because they had not adjusted fuel prices. Electricity tariffs went up. All sorts of other things started happening. Jesse economy summarily shuruhi. So you know the this fellow Ishaq Dar, who is uh, uh, the Samdi of uh, Nawaz Sharif, he started sabotaging it. And he started saying that this bugger doesn't... Ishaq Dar is a chartered accountant. Hai. But who thinks he deserves a Nobel Prize for economic mismanagement. The finance minister, tha, Mifta Ismail, he's an economist. He's a PhD in economics. Right? Usko hatake chartered accountant ko bana diya. Jisko who knew how to cook the books, but that was it. Acha Ishaq Dar thought the same, you know, wet dreams. Ke mein jaunga, Saudis mein ko paisa de denge, yahan se paisa le aunga, vaan se paisa le aunga. Acha bara abrasive banke, he started abusing the IMF. He started, you know, bullshitting everybody. And he started saying that I will bring, acha he had this obsession, which uh, I don't know who it was. Ha, I think it was the former finance minister, Hafiz Sheikh. Who said that you know people like Ishagdar they attach a, a, a kind of masculinity to the 
value of the rupee. Yeah, there is no, no masculinity involved in it. But rupiah jo hai, is like any commodity. Upar niche jate rahega, yaar. You know, uh, there is not a prestige issue. Uh, but, you know, so he had this thing that I'll bring the uh, dollar rate down. So, usne kuch ulte si de aur kaam ki hai. The markets reacted negatively. The IMF simply asked them to, you know, buzz off. The IMF program stalled. Finally, teen char mahine ke baad, naak ragadavi aai aur December mein ye wapis chale gaya IMF ke baad. But by that time, the damage had been done. अब वो पोर्ट्स में अपारेंटली 5-6 बिलियन डॉलर के इंपोर्ट्स आए हुए हैं पोर्ट्स पे सड़ रहे हैं रिजर्व आर्क में 4-5 बिलियन डॉलर के हैं आपके पास पैसे ही नहीं है टू इंपोर्ट इफ यू डोंट इंपोर्ट यू कांट मैन्युफैक्चर सो द इंडस्ट्री हैज स्टार्टेड शटिंग डाउन इन एनी केस यू हैड द फ्लड्स सो एज अ रिजल्ट द कॉटन क्रॉप हैज फेल्ड कॉटन मेक्स 60% ऑफ योर एक्सपोर्ट्स आर कॉटन और कॉटन टेक्सटाइल्स एंड यू नो स्टफ लाइक दैट 60% about 10-12% is apparently rice and then there's some leather shedder and other stuff, right? But essentially 60% of your exports are cotton. You don't have a cotton crop anymore. Your cotton crop is, I think your crop estimates are down by 50%. Which means you need to import cotton so that your ex- textile exports can take place. But you don't have the money to ex- import cotton. Right? So the textile industry crashes. Meanwhile, because you can't import components and you can't import kits, your rest of, from your auto industry, you name the industry, it's collapsing. In the meantime, because inflation was going up, you started raising interest rates. The latest interest rates, which is the base interest rate, policy rate as it's called. Which is the repo type of percent yeah, 80%, 21%, right? Now, if this is that policy rate, which means that if you want to do business, you will not get it for less than 24-25%. Now, please tell me which business is viable at 25% rate of interest. So, the whole damn thing has started shutting down. It's like, you know, multiple organ failure. तो आईसीयू में पड़े हुए हैं मशीनें लगी हुई हैं जैसे-तैसे करके उसको जिंदा रखा हुआ है बट बेसिकली इट्स दैट्स प्रोबब्ली वन ऑफ द एनालॉजीज वन कैन यूज सो इट्स बीन देयर आर मैसिव स्ट्रक्चरल प्रॉब्लम्स व्हिच हैव बीन मेड वर्स बाय वुडू इकोनॉमिक्स सो एंड दिस दे आर नॉट गोइंग टू बी एबल टू कम आउट ऑफ इट इवन इफ अच्छा अब नाउ दे हैव They have a huge debt problem, right? I tell people that your bankruptcy is not the quantum of debt you owe. Bankruptcy is your inability to service the debt. Okay, right? If you take 100 crores from the bank, you are not bankrupt. You will not be bankrupt. You will not be bankrupt. Problem hogi, then you can't give the kisht. Okay, and you will go to BIFR or whatever it's called now. I think it's called IBA or whatever it's called, right? IBS or whatever it's called. Insolvency, IBC. Usme tu aega, which means that you have to restructure your debt, which basically means you can't service it. So, you know, all kinds of other consequences follow. 
सो द पॉइंट इज दैट देर इज दिस ह्यूज डेट ओवर अब सिचुएशन ये हो गई है कुशाल दैट दे द रेवेन्यू विच द फेडरल गवर्नमेंट अर्न राइट इज लेस देन द डेट सर्विसिंग चार्ज विच मीन्स दैट एवरीथिंग वर्चुअली एवरी सिंगल थिंग विच द फेडरल गवर्नमेंट इज डूइंग इज डूइंग ऑन बोरोड मनी whether it's defense whether it's development whether it's paying salaries whether it's driving a car you name it it's on borrowed funds that's the classic definition of a debt trap so you have huge structural problems in the economy and these were there even otherwise but all of this has been compounded by uh, you know voodoo economics first by that tareen fellow then by ishaqdar who's a complete clown complete idiot he is but you know he thinks that he is cat's whiskers and he knows everything because you know he is a great operator and stuff like that to ye hai ab economy ka ye hal hai aur this problem which they are now in in the next 3 years for example they owe something like um 75 to 80 billion dollars they have to pay over the next 3 years right they don't have the money ye jitni jo kashmagas chal rahi hai na ye jo bhagdaur chal rahi this is only till the end of june after that the cycle starts all over again next year they need to give something like uh, 27 odd billion dollars in debt uh, payments and this does not include other stuff right so they are they are up shit creek really and uh, so this problem is not going away anywhere now one possibility is that there is some kind of debt restructuring okay which is not an easy thing and which will come with a certain uh, very strong political uh, uh, and and perhaps even strategic uh, you know uh, costs attached to it i don't know if they are going to be ready to bear that uh, cost uh, and then uh, even if that is not the case it will require a massive structural adjustment which is going to be extremely painful because structural adjustment means that uh, you have to uh, you literally uh, overhaul the economy completely which means a whole lot of industry which was subsidized and stuff like that will have to go out of the window which means that you know you will have to start charging for virtually everything which means many of the privileges of the elite will have to go will they agree to it i i don't know i don't think especially, so especially the punjabi elite of pakistan exactly exactly theek hai to ab wo to isme se agar ye nikal ke bhi aate hain ye sab kuch kar bhi lete hain ye 4 5 6 saal lagenge inko usme se nikalne that's my assessment it could be a little less it could be even more but that depends uh, on on the sincerity of purpose on 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 how driven they are to get out of this thing which um, i don't know and and at a time when your when your politics is broken at a time when your institutions are broken at a time when the security situation is deteriorating uh, how do you do this 
इंडिया इंडिया क्यों इनके साथ ट्रेड करेगा ऐसे टाइम पे जब इनका पैसा देने का ट्रेड करोगे क्या मेरे को ये बताना वट विल यू ट्रेड बता दो सही कोई मेरे को समझाए ना ये वर्ल्ड बैंक वाले आगे चालीस बिलियन डॉलर का ट्रेड हो जाएगा भाई क्या ट्रेड करोगे क्या खरीदोगे क्या बनाते हैं वो यार उनसे क्या खरीदोगे तुम कितना नमक खरीद लोगे यार कितना नमक खरीदोगे यू टेल मी अच्छा व्हाट दे प्रोड्यूस वी प्रोड्यूस वी प्रोड्यूस इवन बेटर राइट तो आप खुद से ले लोगे दो जूतीज विच वेमेन वेयर my wife used to love that every time i used to go out there that's the only thing she would ask me to buy she has about i don't uh, know how many a little bit of textile maybe certain textiles which how are much? there in pakistan how bahut, much bahut minuscule bahut minuscule acha tumko bechenge to duniya ko kya bechenge bhai production capacity bhi to koi cheez hoti hai to matlab aur tumko kya milega usme what's in it for you अच्छा दे हैव दीज ड्रीम्स कि हम कर लेंगे इंडिया के साथ ट्रेड जैसे इंडिया चाइना के साथ करता है वैसे हम इंडिया के साथ कर लेंगे और वो समझते हैं कि हम टेररिज्म भी करते रहेंगे हम ट्रेड भी करते रहेंगे कोई प्रॉब्लम ही नहीं है दोनों साइड बाय साइड चलेगा साइड बाय साइड जैसे चाइना के साथ है प्रॉब्लम वैसे हमारे साथ भी होगी तो हम ट्रेड करेंगे ट्रेड का फायदा उठाएंगे टेररिज्म से हिंदुओं की घूस भरेंगे हम अब ये तो उनकी थिंकिंग है यार भाई या तो ये होना कि रस्सी जल गई है बल भी चले जाए वो तो हुआ नहीं है रस्सी तो जल गई है लेकिन बल नहीं गया अभी तक तो माय पॉइंट इज क्यों क्या जरूरत क्या आपको यार आप चुप करके बैठो एंजॉय द तमाशा आपको क्या लेना देना उनसे क्यों खोलो आप ट्रेड व्हाट्स इन इट फॉर यू वॉट आर दे ऑफरिंग यू एंड आई डोंट मीन ओनली बंद किया था ना सुशांत इफ आई रिमेम्बर करेक्टली इमरान खान ने बंद किया था अपनी गवर्नमेंट में बोला था कश्मीर और 370 किया हम तुमसे ट्रेड नहीं करेंगे यार एक लिहाज से यू आर राइट लेकिन उसका एक उसका एक और भी पहलू है और एंड दैट इज दैट व्हेन द पुलवामा अटैक हैपेंड वन ऑफ द थिंग्स विच द मोदी गवर्नमेंट डिड एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम विद टू थिंग्स वन दे विड्रू द मोस्ट फेवर्ड नेशन status which had been given to the pakistanis uh under the wto rules right so that was withdrawn which meant that you now were now on a bilateral kind of a thing you were not governed by the wto things right and the second thing which they did was that they imposed a 200% tariff on all pakistani exports to india shabash theek hai so that virtually had killed the trade but you know Five months later, it it happened that you know the the Pakistanis closed the trade completely after uh, after the constitutional reforms in Kashmir. Uh, then the Pakistanis said, uh, you know, we are going to close the trade. So fine, it didn't make any difference to us. So, you know, who who stopped the trade completely? But we. you know when we uh, and and impose the tariffs on them so i think uh, it was dono hath se taali baji thi acha last abhi ek thoda fauj pe fir main questions tere ko puchta hu viewers ke but ab ye fauj bhi agar divided hai to coup to out of the question hai because abhi coup to hogi nahi inki 
तो अभी करेगी क्या फौज मतलब हाउ डज दर्मी हैज दिस इमरान खान एज क्लियरली यू नो यू गॉट गिव इट टू देम एक तो मैं पाकिस्तान की पॉलिटिक्स और डिस्कोर्स फॉलो करता हूँ यार इनके पास हर आदमी का वीडियो होता है अच्छा इमरान खान भी काउंटर वीडियो निकालता है कि दिखाने के लिए साढ़े कोल भी है हाँ तो यार बहुत पूरी सोसाइटी वैसे चलती है ना भाई इट्स अ वॉप सोसाइटी तो वो चलती वैसे है देखो इस टाइप की बहुत सारी चीजें दुनिया के हर कोने में होती हैं राइट बट व्हाट हैपेंस इज मेनी स्पूक्स इन अदर कंट्रीज दे माइट हैव द गुड्स ऑन पीपल बट जनरली those goods are used only in the event when you uh, you know think that the guy is a security a national security threat or something like that otherwise it's basically basic spook work yeah just to keep a look on out on people right it is never used for uh, political or personal purposes but in pakistan it is okay so one is that problem out there but uh, but i think it hasn't really made any difference to anybody jitni bhi tapes nikli hain jitni bhi scandals nikle hain ab na to imran khan ki koi image ko bahut farak pada hai theek hai na he was found with his hand in the till on that whole tosha khana thing ke wo jo jo the gifts which he had got from the saudis and others ye itna ghatiya aadmi hai he is such a bloody third rate fellow petty fellow I don't think these tapes and all really make any difference to anybody. You know, I think people take that in their in in the in their stride, and nobody really bothers about it. So, वो इतना कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ता. But look on the on the more important issue के forge के लिए जो dilemma है on the issue of के coup to coup or not to coup. so it's going to be a dilemma right uh, now i don't know how the army is going to resolve it now the problem is that if and and had a situation like this been there maybe 10 years back or 15 years back you would have already had the jack boots you know you would have heard the sound of the jack boots and taking it over uh but the thing is that you know there is clearly uh, a drift in the affairs of state and that drift uh, is literally now on the edge of the abyss so if you are a general you know you would you would your dilemma would be that if you don't intervene and you don't take over the control because it's beyond you know the judges doing what they are doing the opposition running amok the government unable to handle things everything was going out of control and you are saying that look if i don't arrest this then this country is gone so i have to step in right that's one point but then you think ki yaar if i step in 
and I can't control it without killing 50,000 people. You know, doing what the Myanmar's army has done. Something to that amount. Punjab mein itni zarurat nahi padegi. 40-50 ko bhi kar doge to thik ho jayega sab kuch. Baki everybody else will fall in line. Wo aisa koi issue nahi hai. But that's my assessment. But maybe the generals feel differently. And maybe they feel that, yeah, we can't do it. Right? So if we take over power and this and the shit really hits the fan, then what do we do? You know, then that, then we are, we are gone. If we can't control it or log sadko mein aajayenge, hum nahi maar sakte bhai. We can't kill so many people. We can't do what the Myanmar's army or some other armies in the world have done, what the Egyptians have done. So what will we do? Because this is not, the problems are not now in Sindh, KP or uh, Balochistan. The problems are in Punjab, in Lahore. And in Lahore, if you kill 100 people, you're finished. And in this particular case, you're not killing a 100 hoipuloi. You're not killing, you know, the dredges of humanity, the, the, the poor dispossessed. You are going to be firing on people who are well-connected. Yeah, that's a family member. cousin, wasn't something like that. These are the elite you'll have to fire on. So there is that dilemma. And if this thing spirals out of control, all the politicians gang together, how much will you be able to control? Ultimately, even when you take over power, you will have to put the economy back on the rails. Now, how will you put the economy back on the rails without taking all those structural adjustment uh, uh, measures which have to be taken? which will add to your unpopularity. So, that all the appropriate which was going to fall on the heads of uh, the, the politicians will now fall on the head of the military. Nobody is going to say that, look, the military intervened to save Pakistan. Everybody will say, I lost my job. I couldn't go to school because my father couldn't afford to pay my fees. We... From a time we were having three meals a day to when we are lucky if we can have one meal a day. I had a flourishing business. My business has closed down. I can't afford to drive my motorcycle. Etc, etc, etc. I can't I can't even afford to run a fan because electricity has become so expensive. You know, on an average, if you look at uh, what are the kind of electricity rates, it's horrifying. What people are paying per unit. So, the thing is, if you don't take over power, you how do you arrest the slide? But if you take over power, maybe that slide will become, you know, a tsunami. What do you do then? So, this dilemma is dilemma. I don't know. Okay. Chalo, I'll, I'll ask you the questions now. So someone is Sushanji. Generally, to divert attention, the Pakistani military resorts to misadventures at the LOC. But it's been eerily calm till now. Is ISI or other agencies planning something within India which could uh, actually help them divert this kind of attention? Yeah, I think there is a bit of a dilemma. Uh, the thing is that... And I agree with the basic thrust of the question. 
and i personally uh, i feel that the pakistanis will keep doing something or the other to convey an impression to the indians that look don't think we are dead and gone we are in the fray you know we, we are still there don't try and take us lightly don't try and think that because we are in so much trouble we are not going to create trouble for you you know we can still mess with you so they will have to they will keep that thing going but they'll try to the extent it is possible to calibrate it in a way that it does not cross a certain threshold hmm. so one is that we should not uh, think that because the pakis are in trouble our troubles are over they are not they might actually be just changing in uh, in 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 character one is that the second is that um, as far as diverting attention is concerned so one is fingering us right the other is diverting attention for which you need to carry out a bigger operation okay for which you also need india to show a lot of aggression towards you so that then the whole country closes ranks but again that's a very look maybe if it was manmohan singh uh they would be tempted to do something okay or you know manmohan singh and his bunch of advisors um if i was a pakistani i would be tempted but now you have somebody like a modi who i i i can't really get a full measure of uh and on at least a couple of occasions when i've tried something funny you know he has taken it up you know taken tensions to a, a, a level now if that thing rises to that point to main to i am with an empty treasury how do i work right i am with an empty treasury i, I can't afford it for example the ceasefire if supposing the ceasefire around the loc was to go in in reaction to something that the pakistanis try if the if the ceasefire was to get uh, you know blown apart and you started having the same kind of exchanges that you were having then uh, how are you going to handle uh, uh, the financial aspect of it it's very expensive ha wo to kangle hai main bhul gaya wo kaise hogi so so the point is that ultimately what you'll have to do is that you will have to you will have to convey to india that you're not dead and gone but you can't escalate to a point where uh, you know it it le- leads to uh, a kind of a retaliation from india and then you go up the escalation ladder because then the other dynamics of your financials and other things comes in so uh, there is there is that uh, factor which they'll have to keep in mind fair enough on on the trade i'm going to mix a few questions because ye bahut acha laga mujhe question how is the sri lankan crisis economic crisis different from pakistan and will this like the second part is even more interesting sushant because i think india needs to it may be option number 10 but india needs to be serious about this what if they literally collapse as a country and there is a refugee flow from pakistan how does india handle that cluster f that's a serious question to consider 
and why don't they go for something like what we did in the 90s like open the economy or are you know the just the nature of the country that you know they just can't let go yaar tere ko iske liye ek aur podcast karna padega because dekho pehli baat to ye hai ke what happened in india in the 1990s don't compare those situations because india mein ek bar hi hua you took the necessary reforms and you made sure that you are not going to go back down that road right pakistan 23 bar hi kar chuka hai wohi kaam aapne ek bar hi kiya tha na wo uske baad 90 ke baad hum to ek bar hi bhi nahi gaye imf wo 90 ke baad pata nahi at least 15 16 bar hi to ja chuke hain theek hai so the point is that aap ek bar hi us type ki प्रोग्राम में जाते हो यू मेक द काइंड ऑफ चेंजेस एंड यू नो यू मूव ऑन बट इफ यू डोंट डू इट देन एंड एंड देन यू कीप पोस्टपोनिंग द रिफॉर्म्स देन एट एवरी स्टेज इट बिकम्स मोर एंड मोर एंड मोर डिफिकल्ट एंड द क्राइसिस बिकम्स लार्जर एंड लार्जर एंड लार्जर सो इट हैज ब्रॉट देम टू दिस पास एंड वाज इट इस्लामिक सोशलिज्म लाइक अ थिंग इन पाकिस्तान दे टॉक अबाउट इस्लाम एंड सोशलिज्म बोथ स्लोगन है यार मतलब बेसिकली इट्स अ स्लोगन अ सोशलिज्म इज सोशलिज्म व्हाट डज इस्लाम हैव टू डू विद इट इस्लाम को हर एक चीज में घुसा दो इस्लामिक फूड भी होता है इस्लामिक वाटर भी होता है इस्लामिक इट्स इट्स मैडनेस ना यू डोंट देखिए सोशलिज्म इज सोशलिज्म इस्लाम इज इस्लाम हॉकी इज हॉकी अब कल को आप बोलो मैं इस्लामिक हॉकी खेलूंगा व्हाट इज इस्लामिक हॉकी इस्लामिक क्रिकेट खेलूंगा अकल की बात करनी चाहिए यार लोगों को क्रिकेट क्रिकेट है यार इस्लाम इस्लाम है इस्लाम आपका मजहब है आप उसको प्रैक्टिस करो क्रिकेट खेल है उसको खेल की तरह खेलो हर चीज में इस्लाम को घिसेड़ोगे तो ना इस्लाम रहेगा ना क्रिकेट रहेगा एनीवेज बट यार थिंग इज दैट सो यू कैन कंपेयर द सिचुएशन इन श्रीलंका एंड पाकिस्तान बिकॉज अगेन इन देर आर सम areas in which uh, you know you can uh, you can find parallels living beyond your means you know uh, that is one the kind of elitist kind of policies that were being made the the inability to reform uh, you know your economy inability to take make use of the opportunities which you should have done and then of course certain external shocks which came in at a time when you know as it is the economy was in trouble so those parallels you can you can uh, you can uh, draw beyond that each country has its own specific issues and problems as well so you can't make a complete one is to one kind of a fair enough you know comparison out there fair enough so so what should india do there are three four questions about india's role so someone has said should india continue to ignore pakistan politically as it is doing today uh, then what happens to that or uh, somebody has said should india actively seek to make pakistan constantly unstable so they they, they don't have uh, time for uh, these uh, uh maneuvers a terrorist maneuvers so so i'm mixing questions together so what what should we do as a nation yeah i think what we should focus on is uh we should of course keep a hokai on what is happening in pakistan but i don't think there is anything much that we need to do right now pakistanis are doing a pretty good job of it themselves i think uh what we probably do need to do is to uh 
is to not get swayed by uh, nonsensical emotion hamare neighbor hai you know you'll hear a lot of these just the other day there were these former ambassadors talking about a book launch uh, you know satinder lamba's book on pakistan and back channel we should open up trade people to people you know that nonsense but just chup raho yaar bakwas mat karo tum kar chuke ho 25 saal 30 saal se kar rahe ho ye uska koi result nahi nikla theek hai ab bas karo bas just stop it chup karke apne upar concentrate karo apne aap ko aur tagda karo improve your comprehensive national strength improve your military capabilities improve your capacities to carry out certain operations keep your powder dry don't give in to any emotionalism don't give in don't give a single quarter to the pakistanis don't make any bloody concession to them until and unless you get what you want and be clear in your head on what you want and don't sell yourself cheap ke acha ab ye band kar do baki sab theek hai nahi press on the advantage if at all you can do it if you can't do it stay back keep your powder dry but usse zyada kuch karne ki abhi zarurat nahi hai hamare ko apni you know just just uh, you know uh, make yourself stronger and use this opportunity like i said it's it's a period of but at least 4 to 5 years if not longer that they are going to be in the dumb they'll keep fingering you but that's okay that's not such a big deal but the greater the distance uh, in terms of your comprehensive national power the greater the difference uh, between your uh, your capacities and your capabilities vis-a-vis them the lower the uh, ability of the pakistanis to even finger you it won't entirely disappear but the ability will come down that much more so i would say focus on that anticipate future challenges coming from them okay but focus on this and then of course uh, you know uh, i find it very interesting that a lot of people are talking about this uh, possible refugee crisis coming from pakistan you know kushal not to blow my own trumpet uh, way back in 98 99 nine, 98 actually that was the first time when i had started talking of this um uh, and i remember a conversation which i had uh, with the late uh, you know and venerable rk mishra who started uh, observer research foundation so unse meri kafi mulakat hoti thi un dino mein and uh, and i remember on one particular occasion this is around the time we carried out the nuclear tests and all and we were sitting out there and uh, we were talking pakistan and there were a couple of other people including some officials uh, serving some retired and a couple of mps uh, in his office uh, and and i remember uh, having said this exactly this thing that if there is a situation like this what are we going to do and back then and even now many people will tell you no no this will never happen right uh, they'll tell you either that this will never happen 
and I and now look, I'm talking about a quarter century back. Okay, 25 years back. Uh, they will tell you this will not happen. They will give you a whole lot of other excuses. But 25 years later, it, it's not an esoteric question anymore. This is a question a whole lot of people are asking. And this is Absolutely. a very genuine question. Right? This a is a serious question. question. And you still don't have an answer. You still don't have an answer. I'm telling you, when I was thinking last six months that Pakistan if collapse, what happens? What happens? Because obviously there will be international pressure on India to take in the people. A lot of people would tell me, why would they come to India? I said, where else will they go? They can't go to China. Punjabi population center population center to aapke border ke along hai na aur kahan jayenge wo agar wahan par goliyan barood phailna shuru ho jaye to where will people go bhookmari shuru ho jaye where will people go aap kitnon ko rokoge aapki fans jo hai wo kitnon ko rok sakti hai wo 5 6 logon ko to rok sakti hai 5000 ko bhi rok sakti hai 10000 ko bhi rok sakti hai 2 lakh aadmi aa gaya fir kya karoge bilkul nahi rok sakte goli maroge kitnon ko maroge bilkul nahi so, फिर अभी तो सोच लो ना फिर क्या कर सकते हो थिंक ऑफ वेरियस ऑप्शंस व्हिच यू कैन एक्सरसाइज एंड गेम इट प्रिपेयर अ पेपर प्रिपेयर सम ग्राउंड वर्क फॉर इट बट रियली देयर इज आई आई स्टिल सेंस डिनायल अमंग मेनी पीपल इन द इंडियन एस्टैब्लिशमेंट कि नहीं नहीं ये नहीं होगा वो ईरान चले जाएंगे भैया कभी नक्शा एक तो हिंदुस्तानी ना कभी नक्शा नहीं देखता जो ना इंडियंस आर the most map unfriendly people in the world. They never look at, you know, like people will tell you, why can't we do something in Afghanistan? I said, have you seen a map? How will you reach Afghanistan? Yeah. Right? So people will tell you, they'll go to Iran. I said, have you seen the bloody map? Do you know what is the distance between somebody in the, uh, in, in Punjab or at least the eastern part or central Punjab of Pakistan having to go to bloody Iran? Have you seen the terrain in that inhospitable terrain of Balochistan, which you'll have to traverse to go into Iran? And going to Afghanistan is like jumping from the frying pan into the fire. And the third is to go and drown yourself in the Arabian Sea. Where will they go? But you raise this question. So I'm not saying this will happen. I'm not even saying this is imminent. I'm saying it might never happen, right? But as a serious country, this is something which should be gamed. This is something that people need to work out. Some plans, something needs, some brainstorming needs to go that if, you know, you do scenario building and you say that, okay, fine, if things reach such a pass, what are we going to do? But that's an exercise countries should carry out. The only, not... Sushant, Sushant, the only equivalent to this kind of a scenario where governments have to think of sudden mass migration of people and what do we do with them can only be related to the partition time where there was a mass migration of people and suddenly so many people came and government had to you know create colonies to put them. It, it, simple psychology, hai na, Sushant. Ek Sindhi, Pakistan, okay? And a Punjabi, Pakistan, ka, wo culturally fit hoga, agar shit hit the roof. 
लेट्स बी वेरी ब्रूटल अबाउट इट एज मच लाइक पीपल डोंट सी अगर मैंने ये बात बोलती ना बोला ओ तू अमन की आशा ओ भाई मैं अमन की आशा की बात नहीं कर रहा हूँ मैं कल्चरल सिमिलैरिटी की बात कर रहा हूँ उसको डिनाई थोड़ा कर सकते हैं सालों लैंग्वेज भी एक ही बोलते हैं हम लोग तो वो कहा आने की कोशिश करेंगे पहले अगर ऐसा सिनेरियो हुआ तो आई थिंक यू नो जैसे पार्टीशन के टाइम पे हुआ था इंडिया हैज टू हैव सम प्लान आई एम वन पार्टीशन पार्टीशन नेवर एनविसाज एक्सचेंज ऑफ पॉपुलेशन यस एक्सचेंज ऑफ पॉपुलेशन स्टार्टेड हैपनिंग on its own and then it hit everybody it was never supposed to be an exchange of population so the point is that but you know indians have memories of goldfish to ab wo ek chakkar kaat liya to ab hum bhul gaye ki kya hua tha hmm to ab wo problem hai ab samjhana bada mushkil hai hindustan ki bureaucracy ko aur हिंदुस्तान के बिकॉज उन्होंने देखो ना आईएएस के एग्जाम पास किया होता है सो दे हैव ऑल द विजडम ऑफ द वर्ल्ड परम ज्ञानी है तो हाँ हम तो पास भी किए थे तो हमको तो अलाइड सर्विस मिली थी उनको आईएएस मिला है तो उनके पास सारी अकल है अच्छा तो एक लास्ट क्वेश्चन एक लास्ट क्वेश्चन मेरे को पूछना है फिर वील रैप इट अप वो डी न्यूक्लियराइजेशन भूख लगी है यार अरे ज्यादा नहीं खाया कर वैसे बहुत ज्यादा खाना तो खाना है ज्यादा तो छोड़ खाना तो खाना वैसे वो बेशरम अभिजीत भी ये पॉडकास्ट देख रहा मालूम है उसने क्या लांचर लगाया तेरे ऊपर बोलता है सुशांत इज जस्ट जेलस दैट गुड लुकिंग पाकिस्तानीज विल कम टू इंडिया एंड टेक सुशांत ले ले यार अब आई डोंट वांट टू से सर्टेन थिंग मैं कभी प्राइवेट स्पेस करेंगे तो फिर बदूंगा आई हैव वेरी गुड आंसर्स टू गिव टू हिम बट पब्लिकली नहीं दे सकता उसको भी पता yes. मेरी मजबूरी है दैट इज व्हाई इज डूइंग दिस टू मी मेरे पास है ना ये रेफ्यूजी क्राइसिस का एक ही सलूशन है जैसे ही रेफ्यूजी आएंगे ना बॉर्डर पे वी विल सेंड अभिजीत ऑन द बॉर्डर एंड टेल अभिजीत टू डू हिज डांस दे विल बी सो टर्नड ऑफ एंड दे विल रन अवे दैट्स व्हाट वी डू गुड आईडिया बहुत सही सलूशन है अच्छा ये लास्ट क्वेश्चन है वुड डीन्यूक्लियराइजेशन हेल्प द कंट्री इंप्रूव इट्स इकॉनमी एंड इंडिया शुड से व्हाई डोंट यू डीन्यूक्लियराइज योरसेल्फ एंड देन वी विल बेल यू आउट डीन्यूक्लियराइजेशन इज नॉट इंडिया प्रॉब्लम अलोन डीन्यूक्लियराइजेशन इज द वर्ल्ड प्रॉब्लम एंड आई थिंक डीन्यूक्लियराइजेशन शुड वेरी मच बी ऑन द टेबल फॉर फॉर अ रिस्ट्रक्चरिंग ऑफ द डेट लुक विदाउट डेट रिस्ट्रक्चरिंग द पाकिस्तानीज आर नॉट गोट बी एबल टू हैंडल दिस ये छह महीने और काट लेंगे एक साल और काट लेंगे अल्टीमेटली दे विल हैव टू गो इन फॉर डेट रिस्ट्रक्चरिंग द इकोनॉमी इज अनबायबल एंड अनसस्टेनेबल द वे इट इज राइट and for restructuring the economy they will have to restructure their debt there is no way you can restructure the economy if you don't have that space and i don't see any reason although i think the white man is extremely stupid uh, and, and 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 this wokeism which has taken over white man foreign policy they are completely i i, I you know i never used to believe that they are a declining power but increasingly i am i am inclined to believe that i think uh, the west is finished they they are gone they they it might take 5 10 years but they are they are mentally sick and they have mentally become stupid right they can't they have lost the ability to think strategically they have lost the ability to think of their own self interest and how to uh, carry things forward right and and again you could have a completely uh, a different podcast on that we don't have the space and i'm hungry so i have to go but the thing is that 
if they if they had an iota of brain the western countries they would insist on denuclearization of pakistan uh, apart from a couple of other things and none of those things uh, are against pakistan's interest or at least against the interest of the welfare of the pakistani people in fact these are things which will actually uh, have the potential for catapulting pakistan into a completely different league altogether okay uh, it it could unleash the energies of its people in a very positive way rather than this kind of jihadist nonsense which they've started this this obsession with islam and other things islam is not going anywhere yaar islam has stayed for 1500 years to wo aur usko koi problem nahi hai lekin ye pakistaniyon ko problem hai theek hai na inka agar dimag usse cleanse ho jaye to ye islam bhi rahega aur ye log bhi tarakki kar sakte hain but the point is that i think that if the west fails to put in uh, very stringent conditions on uh, the pakistani nukes on the pakistani jihadist industry on the pakistani uh, you know this obsession with uh, playing with jihadist fires uh, unless and unless they uh, until they put very stringent conditions i don't think any uh, debt restructuring is going to help uh it's it's going to be money down the tube so i to my mind this is a golden opportunity to actually reform pakistan and denuclearization has to be a part of it if you manage to do that the world will be able to breathe much easier i couldn't agree more and i think that is a very good point you happen to cleanse pakistan of its jihadist industry I I think a lot of this jihad factory around the world will be taken care of. So so I think there are there are great opportunities that uh, have come uh, because of the crisis in Pakistan, uh, and this crisis should not be wasted by giving Pakistanis yet another free lunch. Fair enough. I think this is a perfect way place to end the podcast. Uh, Sushant, bhai, uh, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, you know, my cricket predictions. Go, I say insult na kya kar. Appreciate my skills. They are the most gandhi hoti hai. They are the worst cricket predictions. Actually, if I was a betting man, I would bet. So, jab bolte na, aaj hi hoga, ye do din mein match khatam ho jayega. तो इतनी गाली देने का मन कर रहा था तेरे को सारे के सारे आउट हो जाएंगे आज देखना लंड से पहले आउट हो जाएंगे ऐसी ऐसी वाहियात प्रोडिक्शन करता है तो यू एब्सोल्युटली यूजलेस मैन देखा कोई इज्जत नहीं है फेलो पंजाबी की मतलब तू वो मद्रासी अभिजीत अयर मित्रा की साइड लेता है मेरे साथ मतलब मद्रासियों से तो मैं बहुत डरता हूँ ठीक है पंजाबी तो हमारे जैसे ही होते हैं बेवकूफ से Madrasis are very sharp and Abhijit ke to main mu nahi lagta dekh i am very scared of him kyunki wo to bilkul besharam aadmi hai wo to kuch bhi bol dega kahin pe bhi usko to koi farak nahi padta meri naukri bhi jayegi izzat bhi jayegi to main to usse bach ke rahunga and on that perfect note we will end our podcast guys follow sushant on social media i've left his twitter handle in the in the description also his muckrack link so you can go and read everything that sushant has written 
uh, and if you want to support the charwork podcast please become a member youtube patreon pay fanbo pe jidhar buy the merchandise on kushalmehra.com or send your donations to upi i'll see you guys next time until then take care bye